the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Meaning it is. Happy Friday. Woo, we made it to the end of the week. Uh, I got to tell y'all, I am just war slap out. Uh, we were talking before the show. This is just, I don't know how. I'm, I'm disappointed how we ended up after four years of President Trump feeling as though our country is in some ways in a worse position than we were. And and I'm not really sure why that is. Maybe that's something we should talk about for a few minutes tonight. If you guys want to weigh in on that, 888-344-1170. We're clearly better off economically. So I guess when I think about in a worse shape, I think it's just in terms of division and in terms of the left's push to transform us from you know the, I, I think it's pushback against what the what the Trump administration what the MAGA movement is about we literally are in a battle for the soul of this country and um, they don't want another four years of President Trump to have him have the success because what was make America great about uh, again about it was about a restoration of America according to its founding principles individual leader individual freedom individual uh, responsibility free markets that nothing was you're not entitled to anything but opportunity in this country nobody owes you anything and you're not going to be guaranteed an outcome and that's contra to what the left is all about and instead of president trump showing what maga is about through policies that have made america great again and restored our, our economy pre-covid and made us safer through his foreign policy of not getting us back into these endless wars and realigning our relationships and having peace through strength again instead of the american people going yeah you know what this was great no, the left is like, we cannot have this. You know, the, the success of America under President Trump was such a threat to the left and their Marxist agenda that they're having to double down. And that's what all these divisions are about. That's what all these riots are about. That's what all these non-peaceful protests, but the attacks the uh, against our systems like our law enforcement in this country. I think that's what what's coming to a head as they try to stop this movement of restoration of America. At least that's how I see it. 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. We are streaming live on Facebook right now at The Answer San Diego. How do you see it, my man? Got to bring him in here. Of course, I'm talking about the one and only DJ Potato Skins. I think uh, President Reagan said it best. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. We're putting the interests of America first. They're part of a long American tradition of proving democracy's critics wrong, of showing that we have the courage to stand up for what is right 
and what is necessary. What is right, what is necessary, and that is where we're at right now. That's why I think you feel, and I feel, so worn out because it's a constant fight day after day after day after day. And you've said it yourself, freedom isn't cheap, and but, but the war is exhausting. It is exhausting, and that's why you have to have, when you see President Trump and what he has gone through and how he continues to fight for us, this man and his family have lost so much money. Dude's working for free, handing over his paycheck. He doesn't need to do this. He doesn't need to do this. It's Joe Biden who has spent 47 years working off that to use every position he's ever had in the United States government to line the pockets of his family versus Trump and the Trump family giving up money to do this. After three years, it has been a, a, a one a one attack after another by a weaponized government against him, a weaponized FBI and DOJ, including people that he has installed in his own administration coming after him in every way, shape, or form to try to destroy him. And he is out there after giving already one or two rallies. He already spoke for an hour and a half today, this morning in Florida. He's back out there tonight at another at another rally to talk another hour and a half. This is after last night's town hall in which he sat under and participated in and allow him himself to be victimized by another media hit job on him it's astounding i can't i i feel guilty that i'm sitting here exhausted tonight looking forward to the weekend dj potato skins because he's not giving up he's not taking a day off is he no i mean you you really you 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 can't and I think what what it boils down to is if you rest on this, if you say, okay, well, I'll do it later. Well, later, there's not going to be an America. No, there's not. Because there's a reason why. And, you know, everybody's... Senator Cruz and, and Holly yesterday and Lindsey Graham, are, they're going to haul in Twitter and Facebook next week to come answer uh, to the commission for how they're literally electioneering by suppressing speech, by suppressing people expressing themselves on their platform. But they're just one little tiny piece of this media puzzle. You know, you know, I, I, Hannity, I see that Hannity opened the show tonight talking about how these dueling town halls last night exposed the media double standard. Are you kidding me? That, what, that was exposed years ago, man. That ain't breaking news. That ain't breaking news. Come on, mister. We got breaking news every five minutes. Stay here for breaking news on the Hannity Show. Hey, breaking news. The media's been in the tank for decades now. The media was in the tank back uh, back in the 50s. People just didn't know about it. You know, it's more breaking news, Andrea, and I think some people might know about it. Some people might not. The war that's going on right now is not just political. There is a spiritual component to this, and God is very heavily involved in this election. Well, yeah. I mean, what this... It, this is the, the devil, the enemy is absolutely at play here. Because what is this Marxist movement about? Right. That Marxism is about a replacement of God with state. The devil, the devil got involved, man. The enemy won when Roe v. Wade got passed. And that's one reason why you saw, uh, you saw the, uh, the left hysterical over Amy Coney Barrett. They, they, um, because they, they feel as though the, the way that the inroads that they got into the first piece the most important piece for which the left was going to be able to get their Marxist system over on us was by getting the American, getting Roe v. Wade passed. Because if you can get the American people to buy into the notion of murdering babies, making murder okay. I mean, just think about that for a think second. Think about that for a moment. That, the, that murder is okay and there's no other way that you can characterize it. You, you, you know, you can, you can call, um, you, you, we, it's, it's illegal in this country to destroy an eagle egg. That's, that's murder. 
then don't tell me that you don't understand that taking the life of, of a stopping a beating heart inside of a woman's body is is not stopping a human life. It's murder. OK, and if they could get the American people to buy into that, that, that somehow to justify that, that was the beginnings of the inroads. And so it's it has been about a battle for the soul, literally, of this country. America was blessed in part because of its Judeo-Christian principles and values. And the left has been going after that to pierce that from the beginning. That's why they wanted prayer taken out of schools. That's why they have fought so hard for replacement of God with state. When Barack Obama said, put your hopes in, in, in government, he meant it. He, They don't want you praying. And that's what this coronavirus thing is all about. They literally, when you're putting a mask on and when you're putting your life literally in the hands of the government... You're putting your life in the hands of the government. That means that you are worshiping. You are putting government as the higher power in your life. This whole thing of Joe Biden is a person of faith. Everybody has faith in something. And either you've got faith in God or you're putting faith faith in yourself and you're worshiping yourself or you're worshiping the state. And that's really what the battle is about. You're absolutely right, right of what's going on. Let's fast forward to um, and real quick. I want to just piggyback yeah. on the on the on the on the point you just made because also remember this: the Democrat platform has denounced that they have taken out under God in the it, 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 it's unbelievable from the platform. It's not allowed to be used. Absolutely, one of the things that didn't get a whole lot of play from this Amy Coney Barrett, they stayed away from her religious thing because you know um, they, it's too close to ele- an election for them, the presidential election for them to, to go all out and be honest about who they are. So they had to, and they knew she was going to have the votes. So they decided to make a play for it to be about Ob- Obamacare to try to just get votes. Didn't work. It, it, it didn't work. She's going to be she's going to uh, be confirmed. But Diane Feinstein was caught on a hot mic saying, "Yeah, you know what? She's she." She's been pro-life for decades, this Amy Coney Barrett, and I think it has to do with her faith. And she said, and you can hear her talking about it like she's so surprised. And it's like, well, you know, it, it's and, and there's so much to think about in that moment. And it's related to what we're talking about, the, the battle for the hearts and the soul of this country and, and the Democrats taking God from the platform. Because if she was if, if you go Google and you listen to the hot mic clip, it's like she's astounded by this. And it's like what she's saying and acknowledging is only only you religious nuts out there care about babies being murdered. And what are we going to do about these? It's like Obama talking about people clinging to their guns and their religion. I mean, the Democrats are flummoxed. You know, this woman is pro-life. It's got to be her religion because that's the only uh, the only people that care about babies being murdered are you pro you you pro-religious nuts. And we got to do something about you people. And that's exactly right. That's one of the first things I thought of when I heard that that hot mic moment from her was about how, of course, of course, we religious nuts are the people. We're just we are the people standing in the way of everything that the left wants. There is an absolute reason for why they are in this in San Diego County right now in the state of California and Fauci and beyond why they are absolutely okay with Black Lives Matter people going without masks but you know spending 20, 20, having 20,000 people in the streets at their Black Lives Matter protest why it's okay for George Floyd to have what was it uh, you know 912 funerals with everybody you know um, but we still can't have you in a church and they're getting ready to shut you down. And all they're getting over again. ready to shut you down absolutely again. They, it's it, everything has been about. Uh, they've got to re, in order to ultimately get 
their Marxist utopia on us. They've got to replace God w- w- with state and they've got to get you fearful. They've it, one of the ways in which they've got you worshiping the state and taking God out of the equation. Even Christians, even conservatives argued with me at the beginning that these lo- lockdowns were OK. I still have conservatives yammering to me about masks, even though 85 percent of the people testing positive coronavirus are wearing masks and there's no science to support it. Even the World Health Organization is coming out against that right now. It's because even Christians are are starting to put their faith in God, starting to put their faith and listen to what the Fauci's of the world are saying instead of what their Bible is saying to them. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to get into uh, the breaking news that is today. You didn't want to believe about the, 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 what went down with Giuliani and the wet computer that was turned over. You don't believe those emails? Okay. You don't want to believe that? Then believe the emails that were handed over to Peter Schweitzer from Hunter Biden's own business partner. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Keisha. Before uh, we move on to talk about the latest in the Hunter Biden story that, uh, I, you know, there was a there's a video going around of Joe Biden, like screaming today at a rally. It's like, what does he think that if he screams loud enough, nobody will hear the story of the Hunter, Hunter emails? Is that what he thinks? But before I move on, I want to read a couple comments on Facebook Live, by the way. Uh, we were talking uh, at the open of the show about really where we're at, that you would have thought that President Trump's success that he's had, which has made everybody's lives better, particularly those that are minorities, that people, you know, um, would be just he'd be rolling into reelection and we wouldn't have so much hate and division. But it's because there we're literally it's good versus evil right now. And that's what some comments are c- coming in on Facebook. Lori Harrison said, yes, evil uh, versus good, a spiritual battle, folks. And she went on to say, I will never sell my soul. And that a majority of people in Congress as well as Senate have sold their souls for the riches of Earth. Absolutely. And um and then Sandra said that uh, she feels like her mind can't even take a break. It's always something every morning. She says she turns on the TV and prays, please, God, let this be the day evil is exposed and this nightmare is over. I think we can feel hopeful that when we see for the first time in my lifetime, a real conservative and a real conservative woman sit there so poised, so ready. I mean, the focus she had all day. Nothing bothered her. Nothing. She completely unflappable. Man, what an inspiration uh, she was. Um, just a couple comments on last night's dueling town halls. I actually didn't watch them. I, I saw a couple segments here and there. Um, you know, really, uh, I, I, speaking of good versus evil, when you see that Trump went into this town hall, he, he said before he went in there, he knew what it was going to be about. He knew Savannah Guthrie was going to Chris Wallace him. And then here is this woman behind him who completely stole the show from Savannah Guthrie, this African-American woman uh, who was beautiful, by the way, former pageant queen. Um, I, I don't they must not have realized when NBC put her behind President Trump that she was not only this absolutely beautiful um, African-American woman, but that she was from the Dominican Republic and had run for Congress before. And she's sitting there nodding uh, behind, over Trump's shoulder every time he says something about MAGA and gives <laughs> it was just absolutely breathtaking. I almost have to think that that was a God wink, you know, that she was placed there behind President Trump. Um 
So when really the big soundbite that that Savannah Guthrie got was that Trump wouldn't like he wouldn't demonize QAnon. I mean, you know, that that's absolutely ridiculous, absolutely stupid. Um, Chris Wallace, you know, got a soundbite out of Trump, out of Biden to where Biden basically tipped his his hat that he he will support court packing. Other than that, there was no there was nothing really breathtaking coming out of that. Except there were a lot of comments about uh, Savannah Guthrie's hair being dirty uh, and nasty, but that really wasn't the dirtiest um, part of of that. Um, okay, so we knew yesterday there's all this, you know, um, Rudy Giuliani gets his hands on Hunter Biden's laptop that was crackhead left and um, all kinds of stuff was on this laptop. All these emails that came out that had to do with uh, Burisma and uh, Ukraine trying to, you know, basically it's an acknowledgement. We saw the smoking gun that everything that was alleged that Hunter Biden got this $80,000 a month gig with Burisma so that they could they could have help from Joe Biden to stop the prosecutions against them was borne out with these emails yesterday. But the but the big story today that the left was using because it backfired on Twitter and Facebook that they took these stories down. Everybody read it. Six times more people supposedly read it after Twitter and Facebook tried to stop people from reading it. So everybody saw that what was alleged that Joe Biden did when Joe Biden bragged about getting the prosecutor fired uh, in order to protect his son from being investigated was all true. We saw that yesterday. But today, even Fox News tried to say, well, you just can't trust that Rudy Giuliani. You know, he's tainted. This is he was a puppet from Russia. You know, the it's all tainted. How did Rudy get it? Well, Rudy was on Fox and Friends this morning, by the way, saying, oh, by the way, if you don't believe me, if you want to think that this is somehow some kooky story or that it really these are not verified emails. Let me tell you how they were verified. They were verified by Hunter Biden's attorney calling this repair shop and saying we want the hard drive back. But even if you still don't want to believe that all those emails that were produced by the New York Post and that story yesterday, even if you don't want to believe that they were true, guess what? Another set of emails have been exposed today that were given to Peter Schweitzer by Hunter Biden's business partner. A dude named... And it's kind of complicated. I want you to go to Breitbart and read all about it. Uh, it's like a five-page article that was written by Seamus Bruner. So... Um, one of Hunter Biden's business partners got angry that he felt like he was the fall guy for a fraud scheme because, yeah, in the middle of all this stuff going on, Devin Archer and Hunter Biden and their business partner, partner this guy, Bevan Cooney, were prosecuted. For fraud. The only one that's been sentenced and served any time was the lesser of the partnership, this guy named Bevan Cooney. Well, he was mad that he was scapegoated. He was mad that he's the only one that's had to serve any time here. So he goes to Peter Schweitzer and he's like, here's my Google account. Here's my passwords. Here's my to my uh, so you can go and get the emails for yourself. And here's my written authorization for you to once you go into my Google account, once you retrieve these emails, thanks to me giving you my password, here's my written authorization for you to publish these emails. Let there be no question as to what happened and what was just in this one batch of emails that Peter Schweitzer has put out today. And it's kind of complicated and I don't have time to get into it. But there was this group of uh, Chinese business people, Chinese Communist Party leaders known as China Inc. That went through Devin Archer to get to Hunter Biden to get a meeting set up with the Obama administration because these people 
wanted ties. They wanted to be able to possibly invest and do business with the, the with uh, uh, through uh, the White House, through the Commerce Secretary, and through Joe Biden. They were going to be in town on November 15th. So they start reaching out in early November through Devin Archer. And lo and behold, on the day that they came to town, they got a meeting with Joe Biden. They got a meeting with the Obama administration. The, these, this is, these people were, were flat out part of the Chinese Communist Party. Within two years, Hunter and Devin Archer had set up their Chinese, had set up their LLC that started getting all these contracts. So I'm trying to make a very complicated story uh, simple, but here's what you need to know. We now have, through Hunter Biden's own laptop computer, now Hunter, Hunter Biden's partner giving all these emails to Peter Schweitzer, there is no there, there, I mean, there's there's a, a whole plethora of smoking guns out there to prove that Joe Biden used the vice presidency to line the pockets of his family. And that there was a pay for play scheme involving Joe Biden and Barack Obama that involved bringing in people from the Chinese Communist Party in a pay for play scheme in influence peddling. If this is not illegal, it's so corrupt that there's absolutely no excuse right now for why Bill Barr is silent on this, why Joe Biden is even out there on the campaign trail right now. Should not be allowed to run for president. Should not be allowed to run for office. In fact, on the basis of the emails that were produced by the laptop and Rudy Giuliani, uh, Congressman Andy Biggs and... And others, I think 18 Congress people, sent a letter to Christopher Wray and said that yesterday the New York Post published an article entitled Smoking Gun Email Reveals How Hunter Biden Introduced Ukrainian Businessman to VP Dad. This letter goes on to say, this is to Christopher Ray. the article documents how a recently uncovered laptop and hard drive allegedly revealed emails to and from Hunter Biden that strongly indicated that former Vice President Joe Biden was, in fact, aware of his son's overseas business dealings. Most concerning in the article was the allegation that the FBI was in possession of this computer and hard drive back in December 2019. This action took place right at the end of the U.S. House of Representatives impeachment sham against President Trump and right before the U.S. Senate tried the case. A large portion of the president's legal defense case revolved around strong evidence that former Vice President Biden's son, Hunter, was peddling his influence to his father to land lucrative jobs overseas that he might not have otherwise been qualified for. If the FBI was, in fact, in possession of this evidence and failed to alert the White House to its existence, that would have given even more weight to the president's legal defense. This was a gross error in judgment and severe violation violation of trust. The American people deserve swift answers to these questions. Was the FBI in possession of the laptop and hard drive that was documented in the New York Post article? Did the FBI take any steps to authenticate the laptop, hard drive, and data that was uncovered? Did anyone at the FBI brief officials at the DOJ or at the White House about this laptop or hard drive at any point since December 2019? Why did the New York Post have the information about this laptop and hard drive before the American people? Christopher Ray enabled a coup enabled a coup the head of the FBI he's no better than Jim Comey Jim Comey launched the coup of the President of the United States and Christopher Ray sat back and allowed it to go forth done nothing 
absolutely done nothing to investigate this. And Bill Barr, your side, and Christopher Ray has not responded to this. And Bill Barr, as far as I know, hasn't said anything either. If I was Trump, I would fire them today, and I would not, and and I would let the consequences uh, 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 take place for the election because this is not acceptable. That this is taking place in the that that Joe Biden, after forty seven years uh, in office, as as an as, as a sexual assaulter of young women, a racist against black people. And then who then went on to spend eight years as the vice president to use that office to line the pockets of his family is now going around as pre, uh, uh, to campaign and, and might likely win. It's, it, it makes me so angry. I can't even I can't even tell you. And I would be this angry, by the way, if the tables were turned and this was going on with a Republican. Because I care about this country and this level of corruption is what is, is what takes place. In in, uh, Cuba, this is the kind of crap that takes place in communist China. This is the kind of crap that took place in the USSR. And you want to, and not you, Andrea, but if you're thinking about voting for Joe Biden, that's what you're going to have at the front of your country. Well, the thing is, is that we've got these Democrats out there that don't care. Why don't you care? You, you supposedly care. You supposedly care whether or not Trump only paid X amount of dollars in taxes. You supposedly care. Savannah Guthrie, with her dirty hairs, all in Trump's face last night, asking about supposedly reports that he owes some foreign, some foreign entity, Deutsche Bank, $400 million. But yet you don't care, Democrat parties, about what, what, what Joe Biden has done with his family? You kidding me? I got to take a break. We come back. Maybe the, maybe the answer is in my segment with Bob Walters, because somehow... This indoctrination through our school systems of the American people involves such deep-seated hypocrisy that, that they don't care about what one party does. I, I, don't, I don't get it. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Bob Walters. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Whew, I was glad to take a little break there. I was all fired up over that Joe Biden, which makes me especially happy to bring in my friend Bob Walters tonight, because even though he brings all kinds of crazy stories, he just makes me smile. And uh, and he's doing such good work for the people out there. Hey, I hear you laughing, my friend. I'm so glad to talk to you. Good. I'm um, getting ready for my big birthday tomorrow. I didn't know tomorrow was your birthday. What are you doing to celebrate? <laughs> Going to Santa Barbara. Have a good time for the weekend. Oh, good. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I hope you have fun. Stay safe. Thank you. All right. So um, thank you for rolling into your birthday weekend by not <laughs> calling me and asking for the night off. Thank you for doing your segment. No, I got to do it. All right. What'd anyway, you... I'll start. I'll start with some good news. Oh, good. Uh, not a lot, but there's some. Okay. There's a group called Pacific Justice Institute, and your listeners should make a note of that. They just set up options for parents to stop their kids from being indoctrinated in pornographic sex education classes at the public schools. I read it. It's a great recap on everything parents can do to protect their kids from being in those classes, or finding other options they can take to keep their kids safe from having that uh, pornographic sex education thrown at them. But it's called Pacific Justice Institute. Okay. All right. They can check their web. Yeah, I think I've heard of them. Yeah, I think they do good work. So, yeah, we need to support them. And then you got Trump, who is, of course, forming the 1776 Commission 
to address better history teachings in our schools or the schools will lose federal money, which is good. Yes. It's, uh, I, there's a couple of polls I'll read you, kind of the bottom of my page, but it, it, it kind of fits into this thing. A recent Gallup poll of youth showed only 20% were ba- proud to be American. Well, <gasps> okay. Pretty pathetic. Only 20% were proud to be American. That just makes, yeah. you know what, that makes me sad. It really does. It shows you how bad things have degenerated. That's why the kids are on the street burning and looting stuff. They, they don't see anything wrong with it. Well, it's and it's like get, child. Excuse me for interrupting, but to me, it's uh-huh. like that's like child abuse because you're intentionally, you're intentionally, you know, feeding unhappiness in your yeah. kid unnecessarily. You're exploiting your child's little brain in order to make them unhappy for your own political gain. That to me is just gross. Go on. It is. It is disgusting. And then this Gallup poll continued checking with millennials and found that 36% of them would prefer communism over capitalism. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, think about that for the next generation coming. Yeah. Well, and that's uh, one reason why we're in the situation we're in. You know, I was, I, you, I'm sure you didn't hear the top of my show, but I was talking about how did we get here? But I mean, after, after four years of President Trump, you know, um, all of his policies making life better for everybody, yeah. uh, you know, how, why are people still so miserable and out burning down? Well, you just answered my question. The it's indoctrination. It's, yeah, that's what's happening for really all age brackets, but particularly with the young. And uh, the, of that, 36% of the millennials who think communism is better, 57% felt the Communist Manifesto gives more freedom and equality than the U.S. Constitution, which 80% of them admitted they had never read. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just be stupid and roll down the street. I swear. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of pathetic. Yeah. Well, I'll give you some uh, college crazies. Okay. Not to make you depressed, but to show you how radical things are in a lot of places. Stanford University allows apologists for Iran under their board of trustees in order to get funds from Iran to support the Stanford University. Hmm. Kind of shocking. Yeah. Uh-huh. Syracuse in New York hears the free speech groups to stop investigation. They were free, uh, free speech groups are demanding that they stop investigation of a 30-year professor calling the virus Chinese communist virus rather than uh, COVID-19. <laughs> He's been there for 30 years. And, they, and they're trying they to oust him because he called it a Chinese virus? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Then you got University of Kentucky. <laughs> they decided to segregate black and white kids when they hold diversity classes. <laughs> I mean, is that a contradiction of terms? <laughs> we got to segregate y'all so we can teach you diversity. <laughs> no, I mean, you wonder, you wonder where the kids get such stupidity. I think they got to look at the, oh the adults God. who are it's training moronic. them. Yeah, go on. All right, then Fullerton State now has set a lecture course that describes how Christianity promotes white racism. With outbursts, they charged, when outbursts occurred, they they changed the name of it to religiosity and critical whiteness. How same, what's same what's their what's their explanation for how religiosity or whatever they're calling it what is that or Christianity how was that 
How does it, it promote white racism? Yeah, I don't know how it does. I mean, that's what the black church, they, they read the Bible. Where, where in the, what in the Bible has anything to do with, with whiteness? Think about the last several weeks when I've been on before. Uh, they, they now are accusing math of being uh, racially biased yeah. and uh, history. Uh, I don't know what, what part of this is ridiculous, but that's where you're at. Then in San Diego, bringing it guy closer to you guys, mm-hmm. San Diego University did help fund a new student paper for a number of students who made a request, and they got $450 from the university to start up a little local uh, conservative newspaper on the campus. But then they started running really strong conservative commentaries, so the university decided they had to shut it down. They've had a year and a half in courts, and now they spent 800000 university San Diego University, to have them shut down and remove their ability to function on campus. But they lost last week, so... <laughs> so they spent eight hundred grand to try to keep this little conservative outlet off yeah. the campus. That's how radical this uh, intolerance is with the tolerant people. Well, yeah, and think about this for a second. Because, you know, I, this is the kind of crap that's going on, why tuition is, is skyrocketing. Uh, they're not going to be giving any tuition breaks, even though most of the colleges aren't even open anymore. People are, are, are having to pay the same amount of money to sit at home. And yeah. and then they come to us and tell us that, oh, these kids are coming out with these degrees that are worthless with $250,000 in debt, so we need student loan forgiveness. Uh, no, not when, uh, why Why should we as taxpayers help write off and pay for anybody's college education when it's going for this kind of nonsense? <laughs> right? Well, I agree completely. And then you got California community colleges, collectively, now have just passed the magic number of 70,000 illegal aliens attending community college, all for free. It's like a, a record number that keeps climbing. So Yeah, right at a time in which we still have so many, you know, we've got Democrats, you know, blaming Trump for the uh, coronavirus economic fallout when when coronavirus didn't shut down businesses, Democrats did. So, well, we've got all these, these Americans' businesses that have been shut down arbitrarily in a Marxist, you know, power grab. You know, these same, those same people that are being, you know, hurt economically because the Democrats are helping to pay for those illegals college yeah it's just it's just it's it chokes our entire economic system it's all it's all misguided terribly absolutely and then you got university caliber irvine has set up a series of lectures on the 1619 history book that is now being put into many schools and will end that series of lectures with hannah jones the woman who wrote this outrageous history of america because it preaches american is really just about slavery, indoctrination, discrimination, hatred, and nothing to offer the country or the world. Here's the thing, Bob. It's like even if Trump gets reelected, we must stop this insane anti-American indoctrination going on in our schools, whether it's partly with the 1619, all the social justice worry, the transgenderism, and then the the Marxist, you know, uh, anti-capitalist Marxist stuff, or we will we will lose this country. Yeah, this I mean, re-election alone will not stop it because this is this is why everything you're talking about, what you've been sharing on the show, is why we're at the point we're at. And until we get that out of our schools, we're, it, it will end up we will end up being there whether Trump gets re-elected or not at some point, won't we? I agree. It's it's just really terrible. And I uh, and like you say, if we don't turn it in the next four years, assuming Trump gets re-elected, we still got to be ready by the time he's done with his term that we've 
turn the corner in a lot of this crap that's going on. Well, what we've got to do is we now you have made at least my listeners aware of everything that is going on in these schools. We need to be putting the pressure on the Department of Education at the federal level. Betsy DeVos, if Trump yep. gets reelected, we need to get involved and start running at our uh, for office on our local school boards. Uh, you know, um, a couple months ago, we had like 140 seats. We're nowhere here the, uh, around San Diego County at a variety of different levels, including school boards that were Democrats were running unopposed. We need to be yeah. going to school board meetings and we need to be pushing back against this curriculum. Don't think because you don't have children in school, it doesn't affect you. This is how they're transforming America into their into a communist country through the schools. Yeah, it's just it's terrible what's going on. And I'll, I'll conclude with a little couple of comments here. Chris Como from CNN News. Mm hmm which, of course, is a radical group, says that underage girls should be taught tolerance in seeing male genitals in the school locker rooms. That's nice to be preaching our... <laughs> our wow. society and, and the girls and the colleges. Yes. Like, yes. What happened to the Me Too movement? What happened to, you know, uh, respecting a girl's space? Uh, you know, yeah. that's it's actual sexual assault, in my opinion, to try to force. Uh, what's the difference between that, Chris Cuomo, and you going up to a schoolyard and exposing yourself to girls in the schoolyard? <laughs> Not much. He's Chris Cuomo, the flasher. He's pushing yeah. flashing. All right, that's Bob. That's what he is. Anything else before we got to let you go to celebrate uh, your birthday? The only, <laughs> well, one more final thing. Washington football team got blasted this week for benching a black quarterback and replacing him with a much better qualified white quarterback. You know, <laughs> the left is talking about how we're all the racists, and yet all the racism I ever see is done by the left. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I... I <laughs> <laughs> Affirmative action on the football field. I would have never thought I would have seen it. You know, you you quarterback who's throwing all the touchdown passes and doing good, we're going to pull you out. And we got to put in this dude that's going to throw a bunch of interceptions and a bunch of pick sixes because of the color of his skin. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's just pathetic. Well, Bob, I thank you for being here. I w- wish you the happiest of birthdays, and I hope you have a great time and enjoy yourself this weekend. You Happy birthday, it. Bob. Thank you. You too. All right. Take, take care. good care. Bye now. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We've got Hair of the Week and Stink of the Week. And uh, that's that's enough to talk about. That'll carry us through the end of the show. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is time for Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. DJ Potato Skins, who you got? Well, let's start with the good news. I don't think there is a person alive, and maybe there is, and I'm just wrong, but I love the stalwart, unbreakable granite mold of Amy Coney Barrett just up there, mm-hmm. just nothing bothered her, nothing phased her, and just having a great woman of faith most likely going to be on the Supreme Court. She's definitely my hero of the week. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm neck and neck between her and Rudy Giuliani because of what he did to expose He's her. my runner-up. Yeah, um, because he, yeah. Um, I, I think you're right about her taking the edge for, for a variety of reasons. Because as a woman, let me tell you, it is incredibly difficult 
to be a conservative woman, first of all, I mean, you think about it's tough enough just in general to be true to yourself as anybody in life. High school is really hard. You get into college. I mean, you know, you're you want to be light. And when you are in the minority uh, in terms of of right where we're at in this world right now to be a, a Christian and a conservative, we're in the minority and we don't hold popular opinions right now. And it's really easy to want to please the world. And she didn't hide her faith. She doesn't hide her faith. She never has. This is a person who shows what it means to be the left loves to talk about oprah did made an entire career off of t- preaching to women about being your authentic self being true to who you are well that's yet yeah, and what that really is translated into is um being you know uh pro-abortion you know pro you know allow your three-year-old to tell you they want to you know go from being stevie to to you know sally sue and not you know and it's okay to be your authentic self as long as it conforms to what the progressives think you should be so she's an inspiration to me in many ways. Uh, she shows and she's uh, shows you can be true to being a cons- she's true to her conservative self. She's true to her faith. She doesn't hide from it. Yet she's not bombastic. You know, she she her story is one. Somebody said that the myth of her is real, that she the myth of her being incredibly hardworking, uh, loves the law true to herself and she's her beliefs humble. but yet she's also humble and she she engages with people on the issues in a way that's respectful and so there's there's she should be a hero to everybody she should be a role model you you supposedly uh i support women crowd you should love amy coney barrett and my number three is, is President Trump for going to a deba- uh, not a debate, excuse me, a town hall that he knew was set up and not going to be in his favor, and he went anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so those, so yeah, I think we're we're in agreement on, on the heroes uh, for this week. Um, stink, stink of the week would, is going to be AG Barr because it's like, dude, the evidence is there. It's time to pull the conviction. It's time to indict some people, and it's time to take this seriously. You're not going to do anything. Get out of the way. Yeah, because electioneering is going on, uh, not just with the media. Electioneering is going on um, with uh, the FBI and the DOJ obstructing justice, enabling a coup attempt, withholding the facts from the American people. They let. They have let President Trump. Be be defamed and falsely accused of being a Russian asset that continues today through the media as well as through uh, the FBI and the DOJ not setting the record straight on that that they are allowing a corrupt um, a career politician who um, I've already said it before who participated in a treason it was it was Joe Biden himself whose idea it was to target a military general for political purposes and they're allowing him to run for vice president of the United States and keeping the truth from the American people and that to me makes Bill Barr treasonous as well. Yeah, take care of it now Barr or I hope you're fired. Yeah, uh, a runner-up to stink of the week is uh, Virginia Governor uh, Hogan who said that he voted and he voted for Ronald Reagan that is absolutely moronic. So that's runner-up of Sneak of the Week for me. That's a good one. All right. All right, you guys, love you all. You're all my heroes out there, you patriots. we got to keep our energy up. we got to continue to fight. We know fight, the battle. Fight, people. It, the battle is good versus evil. And we'll be back Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.